Hey, Hezbos. Welcome to Hesby Street. We have such a good show for you today. Zach Chapeloni's in the building. Make some noise. Ah. I want to let you guys know we have some shows coming up. Uh, you can check out the full schedule at HesbyStreetPod.com, but Zach Chapeloni will be in the San Francisco Bay Area, April 28th to 30th, Sacramento Punchline. Those are rescheduled dates, so if you went there last weekend, didn't see Zach, hit him up. He owes you money. Sorry, Gio. But he will now your be message. there May 12th to 14th. Uh, he'll also be at the San Francisco Punchline, uh, June 22nd to 25th, the 22nd. Tell him about twenty seconds. Oh, I'll be a little Torio Zach co-headlining situation. First time ever at our home club, co-headlining. Couldn't ask for a better person to co-headline with. Oh man, if I was going to headline with someone, it'd be me for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's great for you. <laughs> I know, dude. That's I'm exciting stoked. for you. You're stoked. Imagine how I feel. <laughs> and also, uh, it's it's the punchline, the San Francisco punchline, a legendary punchline. comedy club. Oh my god, it's going to be the best. It will sell out. I'm it, saying it right now. I'm manifesting. Yeah. So it. get tickets when they put them up. It's not as huge a deal to them. <laughs> like tickets, the ticket link will be arriving to their website shortly. <laughs> yeah, but you can find it on our website. I'll be in Santa Cruz, April 22nd. San Francisco, the 23rd. Petaluma, the 24th. I'll be in Minneapolis, uh, May 12th and 13th. HesbyStreetPod.com. You can also find us on Instagram and YouTube at HesbyStreetPod. Like, review, subscribe, start the pod. Concise. That's right, dude. Let's get into it. All right. Music time. How are you mentally? How am I mentally? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging on by a thread, just like every week. Why you ask? Well, I saw... Um I am athlete. The podcast with like all my favorite oh, NFL yeah, you talk players. About this a lot, yeah. How are they mentally? They started off. They they go. Athletes are too rough. You know, we're like we don't ask check in on mental health. So like yeah. they ask each other like how are you mentally and how are you physically and they're all like you know you know mentally I'm good, uh, physically financially you know I'm growing I'm learning. Do they ever Think- say bad? No. Yeah. That's what I don't like. No, they don't say bad. <laughs> like why ask? Well, how are you mentally? Bad. Always bad. Well, how are you financially? Worse. Huh. I did get a tax refund. Whoa. Top, baby. That was quick. Yeah. And then physically, how are you doing? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got for me? You here to help or are you just here to like... Is this like when you ask how people are doing and you just want them to say good, how are you? It's like small talk. You're trying to get better at small talk. No, I'm trying to do the Brandon Marshall thing, but I I only know the answer he does. Okay, so... Uh, That's me... what I'm talking about. <laughs> Give me five. Yeah. All right, let me try again. Okay. Yeah. Yo, man, how how, how uh, mentally... Uh, let me check in on you. You know, I care about my people. How are you mentally right now? Mentally, I'd say that I'm as... I'm... I'm uh, it's Everything's totally lit right now. It's litty. Okay, that's great, man. Yeah, that's great. Any other questions? Physically, how are you feeling? How's your body? Oh man, greatest shape of my life. I feel ready. That's fantastic. Like, ask me if I want to do something, anything physical. <laughs> let's. You want to go to war? Yep. Let's do it. I'm ready for war. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's great, man. That's and awesome, financially, man. how are you? Oh, so good. I'm investing in in low risk mutual funds right now. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, PE ratios are good. Great. Interest rates are down. Oh, no. But that's good. No, that's good. I think. Oh. Yep. 
I don't, I don't, you know, I should learn finance before I ask how people are doing financially. Yeah. So now did you get what you wanted out of the conversation? Uh, I'm just going to hang on more towards like the mentally litty. Mentally litty. <laughs> Cause that's like my dumbed down language. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. P- mentally P- litty. PE ratios. Okay. You lost me at ratios. You had me at PE. <laughs> <laughs> Physical education I was ratio? Stoked. Once you oh, said PE ratio, I'm like, are we playing dodgeball today? Or is, is that there like, like is, is that ratio like dodgeball versus running the mile? <laughs> I get exactly. that. Oh, it's bad this week. So we're running this week. I it's get. like a PE ratio. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's actual work. <laughs> sometimes it's racquetball. And on rainy days, we do the inside dodgeball thing, and that's fun. It's fun, but you get you can't throw up people's heads. <laughs> yeah. Crab walking. <laughs> what's crab walk? You oh. Never did, we did like, oh yeah on your back you're like on your back uh-huh and we we did like one of the rainy day activities i guess i guess i thought this would be more relatable than it was we had a giant inflatable ball right Ooh. and then you would have to crab walk soccer kick it oh to that's the other side fun. of the gym that's fun the other side yeah rainy days were fun and san diego rainy days they they didn't happen often uh-huh so they had to like and all of our all the schools I went to were outdoors, you know, so it was like they had to get they had to find an activity everyone could do in the one indoor p the gym. I see. So it became that's fun. So this is like grade school, middle school, all of it, high school. Oh, really? All the way. High school, you're like, all right, dude, bring out that giant motherfucking ball, I think dude. High school was dodgeball. Okay. But okay. Like middle school was the crab walk. Giant you're just ball a senior. Thing. You're like, are we crab walking today? <laughs> it's raining. It's raining. Are we crab walking. <laughs> Mr. Like, S, my balls haven't dropped yet, and then they're gonna know. <laughs> yeah. I'm a late bloomer, dude. Yeah, exactly. We didn't. Your balls never dropped. We watched... I never understood the balls dropping thing. What? What don't you understand about it? I don't think I ever noticed it. Oh yeah, like, in my life they were always down. Oh really? I guess as like... a baby, it's like it's a boy, and clearly with those drooping ass <laughs> balls, it's a man. I don't remember them ever being up. But maybe I just didn't pay enough attention down there. Yeah, you gotta explore yourself more. Yeah, I do. I mean, you can't go back in time. Just make up for it by exploring now. Is that a mole or is that dirt? Our rainy day activity was a lot of like movies. That was like the standard thing. And for PE, I guess, yeah, dodgeball. Right. We Wait, actually. Why, why, why would you. <laughs> for, for your non PE. For history? Classes, it's like, it's raining. We're watching a movie. All right, close You're your indoors. <laughs> why does it matter that it's raining? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, for recess. For recess. For recess. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm not te- close those books. <laughs> it's raining. So the War of 1812 was a. Is that a drizzle? Ooh, Mrs. Right, Doubtfire. We're Platoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most violent war movie. We didn't have a gym in my grade school in in like Tiburon. It was like a really nice wealthy town. Yeah. And when I was going into like eighth grade, or when I was about to graduate, we like spoke at town hall to like because neighbors were protesting that our school was gonna have a gym and i wasn't even gonna have the gym but i like went to like they were protesting they didn't want you to build a gym they didn't want to build a gym because affect their views more cars pulling in (laughs) it's gonna be yeah affect the views they don't want to hear the sound of kids having fun what was like so i worked in your in that part of the world it seemed like did most kids go to private school like what were the public schools like there so it it depended greatly on like the town. Like Tiburon was its own thing. Tiburon was like the most elite out of all of like Mill Valley. It was like 
upper middle class wealthy families, but not I mean, super balling or, or lower. They're upper, super balling now. Super balling now. And right. even back then they were financially successful, but it was like, like a community. The scheme of things. There was a community. Yeah. Ours was like just rich, powerful, elite families. And like one house just getting hit by the FBI because this guy's like left Russia with <laughs> Right. So, but that's so. My question is: is like those kids were going to public school? Yeah, there was public school there. Yeah, but like, obviously, some kids are going to public school. But like, would a lot of the people in your neighborhood not even go to the school you go to because they're at like some fancy private school or no? Um, they would go to a lot of actually kids would go to public school. Um, and public school is always like scarier. They're always like real horror stories because we went to Catholic school. There's like twenty people in a class. Right. Not much trouble you can get into without, like, getting kicked out of school. But there's a lot of, like, drugs in those rich schools. Like, I know Mill Valley High School. Oh, a high school, yeah. High school. I'm talking grade, like, middle schools. <laughs> like, a kid brought a bomb to, uh, he, like, learned how to build a bomb. Yeah, we had bomb. that in our high school, too. Uh, this is middle school. Yeah. But and it's also, like, okay. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah. They built a bomb. Or some reporter. But they're not, like, you hear bomb and you think, like, Who's going to blow the whole school up? They're always like, they're kind of just like, it's kind of just like fancy fireworks. Yeah, A little bit of C4 and a lighter. Totally. (laughs) But you know, okay, you know what the scariest thing, like the public school thing is? Yeah. Is like, (laughs) and to this day, it like scares me. Yeah. Kids beating up adults. (laughs) (laughs) I never had that. Yeah, we had, we had like people bringing they would say oh kid brought a bomb to school and you freak the fuck out that's and then that's a great out. point and then you find and it, yes it's bad to bring explosives to school but it's also like all he did was put matches in a tennis ball yeah right <laughs> you know I mean? right like yeah or you see an article online yeah and you're like dude i can make this and then you're yeah. like check it out check it out dude we could blow this place up and it's like well we you don't realize how how bad it's how bad it is <laughs> right no i never had an adult getting his ass kicked by a student there was like a reporter that went to the middle school near us and she i think had like rocks thrown at her face in the cafeteria and shit like that or like was attacked by kids <laughs> rich kids are the scariest dude rich kids scare me more than like a desperate mongoose yeah. I don't know why I picked mongoose. But yeah, that's it interesting. like the funniest. Yeah. Visual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like if, I'm like, if I'm drafting a team for my brawl. Okay. And uh, I, I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick uh, Rich Kid. Rich High Really? Yeah. See, I would pick. So there was like the Black Town. And they all like grew up with the Rich Kids. Right. So they would just like fight them like you're in my house now mm. you know what i mean like when i'm older you guys are gonna own every fucking restaurant and and place you already your family already owns it now so this is my domain i am a man right. and so yeah a lot of like uh i felt like middle school that it was like not necessarily race worship because i don't you know i don't know like what the t- the tally was but i i knew people that would just like i knew these kids you know and i'd be like oh yeah he just clocked me on day one of history i wasn't even <laughs> looking at him. <laughs> or i think i looked at him and he said what are you looking at right um so yeah public school in my upbringing my dad went to private school so it was like a threat like shape up right it's public school boarding school bro boarding school is the rich threat right um military and, school and high school yes rich kids they partied way too fucking hard like ecstasy parties at like 13 and like uh yeah, same in my high school. a lot of heroin addicts 
a That's lot honestly of probably rich why kids. I didn't have. I could. I would have had more friend. I would have had more friends in high school if I did drugs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd have been the coolest kid in high school. No. But what's it all worth? Friendship. If you could have gone back, would you have done a little more drugs? No. If I could go back, I would have done like homeschool. Get me out of here. I just want to learn. No. You yeah. wouldn't have because knowing what you know now, you would brain, run school. You're, you you're, could manipulate this everyone. Is why, this is why we're so different. Because I feel like if you went back in time with knowing what you know now, you you might do that. For me, I'd be like, this is stu- I know that high school's meaningless. I would just straight up I would just start writing. You'd be, be ready for and then I'd go right into comedy at eighteen. Right into comedy again? Yeah. And then you'd live that life and be like, I'm still poor. <laughs> No, I I would steal everyone's jokes because this is 20 years ago. Oh, right. (laughs) I'd write The Office. Well, it wasn't out yet. (laughs) Yeah, The Office, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Done. That's all me. So, Toria, tell us about this show you wrote, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) I'd change it to something different. San Diego. It's Always Cloudy in Des Moines. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. And it would still take place in Philadelphia. But you'd have to go off memory. So would you be able to remember all the episodes? You're like, all right, so Frank's like weird. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, they're all kind of weird. They're all kind of dicks. (laughs) Yeah. And then I get it mixed with other shows. And George is like, George is like, uh, he's short and fat and and just kind of angry all the time. And senile. And he's Bart's best friend. (laughs) No, that's, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It just turns into what? No, because no, Bart would have been... The Simpsons was around. I know. The Simpsons has always been around. I know. That's, you can't steal The Simpsons. The Simpsons, I think, has outlived our simulation of life. Yep. For sure. Like, it is God. It's predicted everything. Simpsons is God. Did you know it predicted Hesby Street? It did predict Hesby. Did you, that's crazy. No one saw that episode. Yeah. But it's, it, in, it's season five. Yeah. Episode 21. Yeah. Milhouse and Bart team up for a little bit. And uh, they start a podcast called Hesby Street. It's crazy that... I'm somehow Millhouse in that. I know it's weird. I guess glasses. That's so stupid. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah, it's upsetting. Anyways, my dad's an addict. That's kind of Homer <laughs> tendencies. <laughs> so I went to uh, Vegas on Thursday to do a show. Oh, boring. Yeah, and then I had to fly to San Diego early in the morning. Uh, oh, damn. To go Padre game opening weekend, and then I had a show down there. Look at you, by the way. Well, I'm just, well, it was just like things got booked last minute. So I'm in Vegas, right? I had to, I booked a 6 a.m. flight on Frontier Airlines, an airline I told myself I'd never use again. <laughs> I used it once. I would never do this again. But it was like the only way I could make it to San Diego to get like, I had a golf tee time with my brother. Yeah. And uh, so we get, I get there at like, you know, almost 5 a.m. Uh-huh. 6 a.m. is the flight. They don't let us on the plane till 7 a.m. because they're having paperwork issues, which is a weird issue. Yeah. We sit on the plane from 7 to like 9.15, not taking off. They just keep every half hour. They're like, it's like a software paperwork thing. And <laughs> so at 9.15, they let us off the plane, right? People are like, people are upset. They're like keeping their cool pretty good. Right. They push you, though. But, like, the frontier people, you know how normally the people are the worst and the workers are, like, you feel bad for them? Yeah. It was the opposite this time. The workers, like, I think that they, 
they were probably trying to get they probably just they their life just must maybe frontier so bad that they're like getting at, they're like Worn traumatized down. from other bad playing yeah. situations yeah. like <laughs> this one lady said don't like was yelling at us like just three of us walking down the tarmac He's like don't forget any of your bags on like yelling you can't leave your bags on the plane because, like, they are telling us we're going back on the plane at some point. And this lady just goes, "Who the fuck are you yelling at?" Which I'm like, I kind of, I'm on your point. side, lady. Yeah. She's just yelling at me and this lady, right? Like, there's no one else. Weird. So, anyways, she's just screaming at she's you. She's just screaming. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I'm just like, you know, I just did a show in Vegas, had some tequila, slept for like an hour and a half. Damn. I'm ready to just whatever. Sleep get off the wherever. plane at nine fifteen. And then so some people are canceling their flights. This is the funniest part to me. They're like, I want the refund now. And they're like, you can't. And then if they push, they so then they start refunding people's flights. Then at nine thirty, like not that long, you're like, Okay, we've been cleared back on the plane. So I'm like, All right, we get back on the plane. The people that canceled their flights, they're not letting on the plane. They're like, Sorry, you canceled it. You wanted this. <laughs> oh my god, the pettiness. The pettiness of it all. <laughs> So we get on the plane. We take off, I don't know, not till like 11 because they're like kind of giving everybody maybe 10, 30, 11. So uh, and the, this is just a long story. It's, you know, we've all been through shitty. Airplanes. I hate being stuck in the plane. In though. the plane's rough. So then, so then we, we land. I, you know, I get in there like I miss the tea time, but still make the Padre game. It's a fun. I'm not even in that bad of a yeah. plane, considering. But then I'm just kind of like, all right, never flying Frontier again. And then Frontier sends me like a free flight voucher. You know, like, hey, sorry, sorry for the, all that. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck flying <laughs> Frontier forever. <laughs> you know, I need this. Yes. I think they, I think that's like, yeah, I'm just so afraid that I, I'm going to, I'm going to fly. For, I'm going to use that voucher. Yeah, and you it's going to happen all over again. Yeah. And then I'm going to get another voucher. Yeah. And I'm. Someday I'm going to be rich, and I'm still going to be flying Frontier just because they. I'm in this Frontier prison. Yeah. Of just like, hey, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that plane that crashed, landed. Yeah. Uh, here's two free vouchers, yeah, and I'm like, like, stop giving me the free vouchers. All right. I don't want to fly. Yeah. You're like, with you first anymore. class there is the least terrible part of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't fly Frontier, guys. I feel like I would. I don't know how you didn't snap, but like. Hour two on that plane of them being like, it's a paperwork software issue. I'd be like, is there a paperwork software specialist <laughs> on this plane? People, I was I was impressed because like, then so I think I told you Rob Ryan was on the plane. Rob, <laughs> the, like, coach? the coach? Oh, it was really him? I it thought was, you were kidding. Oh, no, it was really him. Rob Ryan flying Frontier. Frontier. It was insane. He's a Vegas coach of the Raiders and he had his uh, Baltimore Ravens gear which i thought was funny that was who he coached last year yeah and i kept waiting for him to snap i'm like rob they can't they can't do this to you the rest of us are just nobodies all right you're rob ryan get up there yeah do the do you know who i am yeah and he didn't no of course not. docile he just sat there chill as fuck um well i mean i don't know i think we're all upset in our heads the lady next to me was like i've never flown frontier before and i was like i wish i could say that this is my second time. Did and apparently not my last. Because <laughs> we're going to have vouchers. Because I have this voucher. <laughs> Rob Ryan's just like, sweet, vouchers. 
It's like, no, you're rich. <laughs> you're so it should be rich. different than this. You have two Super Bowl rings. I read all of his Wikipedia. I had a lot of time. A lot of time. Oh, the funniest thing on his Wikipedia page is uh, <clears throat> it says it says like in in 2015, Rob Ryan uh, had a lap band surgery, right? You know. Yeah, the and then, fat one. And then the next sentence just says, the procedure failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't take. <laughs> never heard of that. I've never heard of that. He's leave a it big to a dude. Leave He's it to a an fat man. NFL caliber yeah. intestine yeah. tract. <laughs> Isn't he the one into feet or is that his brother? It's his brother. Damn. He's like, nah, I'm into hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into being stuck on airplanes for three to six hours. That's my fetish. Imagine being a twin and you're the one that's like, nah, I'm the one that's not into feet. <laughs> I'm not the feet guy. It's Rex, yeah. Just think Rex, <laughs> not into feet. That's what I tell people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it helps. Yep. Yep. It is funny being a football coach and into feet. It's like, why do they call it football? It's like, I don't know, but I fucking love it. <laughs> That's just how dedicated I am to loving football. <laughs> I don't even I like the sport. I didn't even used to like feet, and then I learned to like feet. <laughs> it's so weird knowing, like, just having the public know what your your kink. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what's your kink? If people ever found my collection of furry suits. <laughs> that one's so weird to me. That one's fun. It's for ugly people, right? I hope. Like, it's just, you just want to hide everything, so you wear this, like, baggy, furry thing. Yeah, but I think it's like the gold rush. Like, you hope that you fall in love with another furry animal, and you take off the, like, Mickey Mouse head, and it's a, just a gorgeous Well, that's what dude. I'm saying. Like, what if you were, what if you just fell in love with this bombshell, total 10? Yeah. And then she's like, I'm in, I mean, I only want to have sex if I'm in this outfit. <laughs> You're like, No. That, no. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah, get out of it. Are I don't want to fuck a mouse again. Are you doing that? <laughs> Am I gonna? <laughs> you got to go out like that. You got like you go out to dinners like that, and you take the hat off. Everyone's looking at you, but she's the most beautiful, most loving, caring. She's got a mental disorder, clearly. Well, that, that's then that's the deal breaker. A mental disorder? Well, it's like, is she okay? I mean, you bring are any of us? You bring up mental disorder, and then I'm like, well, is she? Does she understand what's happening? Yes, I think so. I think it's like a, it's a, it's a. So she just can't be out in public in her normal skin. She gets like, I think so. Yeah, anxious. Yeah, but she is a good person. It's just something she can't get over. Yeah, I could be in love with that person. Hell yeah! But she's got to be great in other ways. She is. Yeah, she's got to be like yeah. And then yeah, I don't really you're care dressing what, up as a squirrel and meeting I don't really us care at Barney's. People think much anymore. Really? Yeah. So you dress up like a squirrel. Yeah, for like for love, for your person, right? You yeah, because then you have that person that's like, yeah, I could be with one person. Yeah, I don't need all these other people. Yeah, I'm still that's gonna true. have the people that like my comedy. I'm still right. gonna have you guys like my friends. Yeah, you won't hang out with me in public anymore. I know. I with my wife. I will. I, I'll meet up with you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you at the DMV. I'll come kick it for a little bit. <laughs> what suit you in? <laughs> Oh, I didn't I'm know on you, my way. When'd you get an armadillo? <laughs> All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd, yeah, be, no, fun. that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, I feel like because um, I watch a lot of trashy reality TV, mm-hmm. and I feel like there are a lot of functional adults that it's just like, oh yeah, you know, I didn't realize this thing that you do. It's like you have a mental disorder. Like I watch Teen Mom on MTV. I guess the word mental disorder kind of like 
it's a it's a red flag. No, no, no. I don't know if it, I don't know if you're labeling it right. Yeah. What, what are you talk? What What are these? Disorders? Well, here here's the example I was gonna give. Are they quirks or are they disorders? Well, like disorder there's has this connotation that they're like it's bad. Um, like sickness. I think it's a. Um, Maybe sickness isn't the right word. But. Yeah, it's, it, that, I see what you're saying. It's such a negative connotation when mm-hmm. it's just like the way you are. That's right. probably a little harsh. But there's this mom on Teen Mom. And, and by the way, Teen Mom, they're no longer teens. They're like our age. But we've right, been right, watching right. them since they got first pregnant at, Their as teenagers. Their kids are pregnant now. No, no. Be like, it's the family business. <laughs> Get in. Get pregnant. You want Dr. Drew to come to your birthday? <laughs> so uh, there's one mom, Kaylin. And she's got a podcast. She's like businesswoman building her dream house. Was she the really beautiful one that did like porn and stuff? No. You know what I'm talking about? I never watched One did mom. porn. Yeah. One did porn. Um, no, Kaylin. Um, no, she's like a mom. It's like her got identity it. is like, I want to be soccer mom, sports mom. Totally. She's sitting on okay. the sidelines. Sorry to interrupt. Team mom. Uh, teen mom and team mom. Uh, she has like five kids now. Okay. And Same dude? I th- no, I think almost all of them are different dudes. Okay, so she just likes it. I think, to me, there's like some mental thing where it's like another one and another one and another one. Like, I don't know if she's done having kids even. Right. Uh, and and she, she is sort of like cut out. Not cut out. Like, the men have moved yeah. on or it's not a right. healthy relationship. But it's like not stopping her. It's funny because we see that as a disorder. Yeah. Right? And most, I, I think most... Um, Building an army? Yeah, most women. <laughs> if you're building an army, you have a disorder. If you're a doomsday prepper, you have a disorder. Yes, right, right. But also, like, biologically, that's what we're trained to do. Yeah, right. Just procreate. Yeah. Right. But it's like now the few people that haven't figured out that, like, well, that's not how we do things anymore. Like, yeah. we need to, like, chill out to yeah. kids' tops. Right. Well, that's a good point. It's like, you know what I mean? yeah, but it's like maybe they're the normal ones right. and we're the ones like uh, they're listening to their body more than we to are their bodies. And we're just like, um, well, it's like people whose identity is hunting. It's like, dude, you got a problem. But it's like, no, you guys have a fucking problem. <laughs> We've been hunting our whole fucking lives. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we go out and I'm always climbing trees and sleeping in them yeah. to avoid pre- predators. Yeah, but you don't understand that bears can climb trees. And I always yell that to you. <laughs> I know, but you don't understand it gives me time. <laughs> and I can climb to the, to the lighter limbs. Okay. And then they fall. Yeah, but you also, like, you have to wear clothes. Like, we live in a society. No, you don't. We live in a society. No, you do. Dude, no. There's rules now. No, man. This ain't, this You're ain't a prisoner. Past. You have a mental disorder. Okay. You do. No, I don't. No, you're literally feral. That's a disorder. <laughs> no, I don't, dude. My fleas are uh, my, a micro ecosystem that are defending <laughs> other me from other things. I had this uh, astronomy teacher, and he was such a fast... Not the guy in high school that I told you worked for NASA that you don't believe me. Don't this believe guy me. was in junior college, and his... Uh, his like spiel, he put so much love and thought into his like lessons every day, mm-hmm. and he had jokes. It was almost like a guy doing a dorky stand-up routine, but the class was at like 6.55 in the morning. Right. So everyone's just like asleep and like, totally. what? I don't care. And I would always just be like, I love this. Like, I'm going to an open mic tonight yeah. because you put this much yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. I need to give my totally. craft this much love. And he would talk about other fascinating things about life that like intrigue him and kind of weave them into his lessons. But he talked about how... We used to sleep in trees to avoid predators at night, like in Africa, right? Lions are out there and shit. Yeah. And uh, he's he basically argued that genetically, that feeling of like, huh, 
when you like feel like you're falling, yeah. it's because you you felt like Total. generations of feeling like you were falling out of the tree. And then he said something about rockabye baby on the treetop, like being like inherently linked to that, which I don't know. That's a little much. But I definitely feel that like we wake up startled. Because... Yeah, probably every animal. And then I read this book called, I think it was called Mean Genes, something genes. And there were, it was just all these theories about why we behave the way we behave is based on how we had to behave like thousands of years ago for gener- four thousands right, of years. Right, right. So like when you buy a bunch of groceries and you bring them home, you want to uh, eat them all because like you had to eat all the food you got. Otherwise right. predators were coming. The meat will spoil. Yeah. It's the same thing like with like, you know, eating at night. Like they say, why is that so hard to not do? And it's because like your body knows that it's going to sleep which means it's going to go a long time without eating. Yeah. You know what's tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like, get it all in there. Yeah, right. Or, you know, like um, me, like masturbating like five times a day. Yeah. That's prayer in some cultures. Yes. For thousands prayer. of years. It's also, um, it's a good way to thwart off potential predators. We had to procreate. So like my ancestors, they were fucking that whole time, but I can't, I can't be fucking this whole time. I can't be. You can be. No, it's not. It's not okay. It's that, really not okay. I fifth time, that, fifth like, time of the day. What's that? Is that plant okay? No, it's it's. I've been fucking it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of. It's moist and yeah, okay. I mean, dude, where am I supposed to put this? The trash, <laughs> the toilet, the but, plant. The plant's done nothing to you. You don't understand my genes. They want to create life. <laughs> yeah, so there's other things that we do that just come from you know, like in the morning I get up and I howl. And I always wondered, like, what's wrong with me? No, yeah. everything's going right. You think that's right? That's right, because my ancestors would get up and they would howl. They would howl. Yeah. And that's to <laughs> announce their location to potential predators? I think it's the, it's the sign of, of the dawn of a new day dawning. I think that's what they did. I'm just listening to my genes That here. makes sense, because when I get out of the shower, yeah. I shake dry. okay (laughs) so that's probably why they weren't towels back then yeah because my roommates will be like hey can you towel dry yeah it's kind of the water gets everywhere yeah or at least shake dry in the bathroom behind a closed door but you go out to the living room what's up guys and then i get on the couch and just kind of you know the where where the l shape yeah and i just kind of just rub both sides oh my god to dry and then they complain, right? And then I get in their face and I say, "I'll gut you." And that's what your ancestors would have done. That's what they would have done. You know what I realized is like, you know how I'll, sometimes I'll go, I'll go to the bathroom and I'm and I'm taking a shit for like almost an hour. Yeah. You know, and you say I'm looking at my phone. You're not looking at your phone. No, uh. my ancestors. So every day, like everyone had a role, and it was a lot of like work. Got it. My ancestors, I'm starting to realize, they would go shit for an hour. And the, the longer you were gone shitting, the less work you had to do. <laughs> so it was strategic. It was a way to survive, you know, while yeah. conserving energy. Because like you said, you don't know when the next meal is going to come. You don't know. And now you're getting rid of so much meal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I need to shut my shit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing for me. What I When my roommates come home with groceries, uh-huh. I like to eat them immediately. Because predators could come. Because predators could come. And then they get mad. Yeah. And they say, you have to reimburse me. Right. And then I say, no. Yeah. Because that's not how my ancestors would have done it. And that makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) 
Like, you know how you're always, you, when we live together, you'd always catch me, like, starting a fire in a part of the house? Yeah, and I'd be like, you need to ventilate that. Yeah, and but no, like, I I don't <laughs> care about ventilation. I don't see ventilation uh-huh. because our huts were naturally ventilated. But do you remember that one time where you were passed out and then I had to drag <laughs> you out of the house? No. <laughs> don't. But do you remember me telling you about it? I remember waking up coughing and you were like, dude, that was crazy. And I said, bullshit. Yeah. Um, But fire is just so fascinating to my ancestors. And if you you could light a fire, you were the coolest guy. You were fucking five times a day. That's a good point. You know, so I'm, I'm, we were fire guy. We were long shit guy. I'm starting to realize you were. My family was wheel guy. Wheel guy. And I remember. Get rid of food guy. Get rid of food guy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, so like today I had to move my car for a. Street cleaning. Street cleaning. Right. But I and I and I woke up like right at ten o'clock when street cleaning started. Uh-huh. So I had to get to the car fast because I you know, they they're pretty on top of it. Yeah. And so I knew that I couldn't just go two feet to my car. I had to full on forearm like sprint. Yeah. Like, cheetah cheetah. <laughs> I had to cheat a run down my stairs. And you know what? If I hadn't, I would have had a ticket because the lady was right there. And she was like, she was like, oh my God. Dude, I wouldn't, I would have ticketed you regardless, but you came sprinting at me on all fours. All, all fours. And then it's weird because then I'm, I was so in that zone that I went into the car hands first. Uh huh. And then I had to, so I was, I was hand pedaling my car. She's like, is this your car? You dove in through the windshield. <laughs> and then I was driving with my legs steering. And it was um, <laughs> just shoulders dead. down, legs over the top. <laughs> Dude, that's terrifying. Yeah, but it's like, I can't afford a ticket right now. <laughs> so, so I, it's I, not worth being able to see above the steering wheel. <laughs> No. I can just picture the ticket lady getting in the little car and being like, they got to start giving us guns. <laughs> they thought I've seen everything. <laughs> and you're always like, I can't wait to have kids to lick clean <laughs> and pick up by the neck with my mouth. Yeah. You're always talking about how you want to have kids that you could pick up by the neck with your mouth. Yeah. And I always, and I want to, ha- I want my wife to have six kids or more. <laughs> right. Because one for each nipple. <laughs> I mean, we're talking dream girl scenario here. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was thinking more because I know that the first five placentos, she gets to eat. Right. (laughs) But anything after that, it becomes not good for her anymore. (laughs) And then the the tribe has to devour it. has to come in. (sighs) You know how, like, I am always eating stuff that expired? Uh-huh. I think my ancestor, they were like, did you get rid of that meat? And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, it was bad, right? You threw it in the river and let it wash down? Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, it's all gone. It's in how river. bad are we talking here? <laughs> you know, there was probably, like, a Steve-O guy back in the day that just found out of berries. That's where Steve-O comes from. <laughs> A long line of people. Hey, we need someone from the Steve Oakland to try this berry. (laughs) Does it kill you or paralyze you? And he's just like, oh, fuck, dude. (laughs) And everyone, that was the first laugh. That was the, and then, yeah. Man, so he was the first comedian and the first food tester. Yep. Yep. That's an important. Steve-O, every society needs a Steve-O. 
You don't realize. Yeah. So many Stevos had to die. You know, <laughs> to get to today's right, Steve. It's, it's crazy. That's why you they had kids so young. Right. Because it's like, all right, I'm 14. I got nine kids. Time for me to start tasting berries. (laughs) And they were happier. That's the craziest part. (laughs) That's what we don't. They were so happy. We always forget. You always say like people are like, uh, they're like afraid of the apocalypse, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're supposed to be. Yeah. But also you get to wake up and you know what you're doing today. Right. It's dying. Don't die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, die. Right. But I'm saying like you wake up and it's like, okay, today we're going to run. We're gonna right. forage. Right. We're gonna maybe kill. Yeah. Maybe be killed. You and know? you're you don't have to worry about your day being not eventful enough. Dude. Like if I run into you, I'm like, what have you been up to? You like found a can unopened. <laughs> the can unopened. Dude, nice. I'm gonna like, kill you. <laughs> yeah, now we have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment in dystopian America. <laughs> Our next dust bowl is gonna be fun. Oh, I can't wait. Is this, that's the thing about the apocalypse I said earlier that I liked it. But I, I, it's gonna be dirty. You oh know? yeah, oh yeah. Not being able to shower, right? It's gonna suck, right? And now you find love without you know? showering. Yeah, because having like, the most canned food. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is that we'll always know life with shower, right? You know, like our kids, they'll know life only as dust. But what about lake and and river? Those will be those will be dust. Fuck yeah. What about ocean? Ocean will be there, but salt. Yeah, it's going to eat your skin up. Yeah, and it'll be acid. Acid ocean? Acid ocean, I think, is coming. Well, then I don't think we'll have to worry for too long. (laughs) 